Hi everybody, this is Jennifer at LedgerLight.com. Today I wanted to talk to you about something that I call basic accounting theory. Now, basic accounting theory is what your software is built on. Uh, there's a principles that are involved in bookkeeping and accounting that all accounting software is built on. It's important to remember that your accounting software is not merely a database. It's a database that also can create financial reports. And in the case of QuickBooks, every single transaction posts immediately to your balance sheet and or your, your income statement, which is also known as profit and loss report in QuickBooks. So that's why it's important that you have somebody there who understands basic accounting theory so that they won't be messing up your financial reports. Now, basic accounting theory is uh, debits and credits and how they always equal each other, the chart of accounts. Now, this is the list of categories that are assigned to financial transactions. Uh, we call these categories accounts in accounting parlance, and that's how I will normally refer to them. Uh, account types within the chart of accounts. Now, these types are asset, liability, equity, income, cost of goods sold, expense, other income, and other expense. Each of these account types has a normal balance. Some of them are going to have a debit balance normally. Others will have a credit balance normally, and that's really important to know which is which. So, for example, the types that have normally a debit balance are going to be uh, asset, a cost of goods sold, expense, and other expense. And the types that will normally have a credit balance are going to be your liabilities, your equity, your income, and your other income. Now, also it's important to know in the chart of accounts which of those belong on the balance sheet and which of those belong on the income statement. So your assets, your liabilities, and your equity belong on the balance sheet and all the rest belong on the income statement. So it's easy to remember uh, as far as that goes because uh, once you learn the accounting equation, which is assets equals liability plus equity, that's the balance sheet. So the accounting equation is just uh, telling you your balance sheet. Um, it's also important to know the relationship between the income statement and the balance sheet. A lot of small business owners really focus heavily on their income statements. You know, they want to know how much money they're making, which is perfectly understandable, but the balance sheet is actually super important as well. And it's important to know how those two statements interact with each other. In a very general way, uh, what you're going to see is your bottom line on your on your income statement is net income, and that money uh, gets pushed over to your retained earnings account on the balance sheet. So this is the very basic uh, principles in accounting, and this is actually the foundation. So everything else in accounting is built on this, and uh, as I think I mentioned before, these principles are irreformable. So the FASB is not going to say that liability accounts now have a normal debit balance. Uh, they're not going to say that we're no longer going to use credits in accounting, and they're definitely not going to say that revenue be now belongs on the asset section of the balance sheet. Okay, so there's just some things that are never going to change. Now, um, you know, it, if any of those concepts gets somehow removed from the system or has its fundamental nature changed, then really the entire system collapses. You know, it's kind of like one of those puzzle balls. If you go to Amazon, you can Google for a puzzle ball to see what I'm talking about. It's a puzzle that's in the shape of a sphere. And, you know, if you take a piece out, well, then you don't have a sphere anymore, right? It doesn't work. And accounting, uh, these accounting principles are like that. If you take one of them out, then the entire thing collapses. I also like 
like to use uh, this yin and yang symbol from Chinese philosophy because um, you know, I've actually been trying to do some research into this and some history into this to see uh, how this the history of how this fits together, all I can tell you is that it definitely fits together. So the yin and yang symbol is actually an aesthetic version of the balance sheet. And it's super easy to understand why. So, for example, you can look at the white side, and those are your debits or your assets. And then you can look at the black side, and those are your credits or your liabilities and equity. And then you'll see on the yin and yang symbol a small little black dot inside the white area and in the black area you'll see a white dot there and those are going to be what we call contra accounts so in our asset section we're going to have uh, normally those accounts are going to have debit balances but there are a couple of accounts in there that actually have credit balances so for example your accumulated depreciation that's an account that's located in the asset section you know full of debits but it's going to have normally a credit balance and then you see uh, something similar on the uh, the black area of the engineering symbol with the white. Those are going to be accounts that uh, normally have a debit balance. So, for example, your treasury stock, that's normally going to have a debit balance. Or for very small firms, for sole proprietorships, uh, you're going to see your owner's draw. That will also have a debit balance. So those are, again, those would be referred to as the contra accounts within the chart of accounts. Uh, now, still talking about that symbol, the, the, it looks like there's a line down the center, right, like a squiggly line. I would say that that's the chart of accounts. So you have all of the accounts sort of uh, attached there. And um, so I think that this image is actually really, really useful. And to me, it is really just more than a metaphor. Because I, I have thought about this, honestly, for years. I've thought about this probably since the late 1990s. And I cannot think of a way that this image does not represent the balance sheet. And I've been, like I said, I've been thinking about it for a very long time, going on probably about 20 years, maybe more. Now, I hope that this symbol does not scare off anybody who's got a Western view of the world. Um, I could see how there might be certain uh, people of... Uh, Christian per, uh, religious persuasions who might feel intimidated or might feel scared off about referring to that image um, just for not that it really matters but I consider myself a Christian and a pretty orthodox one at that and so um, this image to me is not representative of anything that is contrary to the Christian faith so <clears throat> So I just want to put that out there, and uh, it's it, it's just a representation of the duality of life. So we have hot and cold, light and dark, male and female, life and death, order and chaos, and so forth. Uh, you know, debits and credits are the financial aspects of the, this duality. Uh, so I would just say that if you're brand new to accounting theory, I recommend just really thinking about this image and uh, putting it in the back of your brain and letting it sort of simmer for a while and consider everything that I've said here and see if this really helps uh, some of these principles click for you. Because one of the stumbling blocks that people have when they take financial accounting is they really get hung up on debits and credits. And it's really on my heart to help them over that hump. I want people to get it. I want it to become intuitive very quickly. And really, there's no reason why that can't happen. I don't want anybody dropping out of financial accounting or changing majors because they got hung up on debits and credits. I just 
to me, that's just a not, that's a non-starter. I, I want to help them over that hump. Look, you can change majors or drop financial accounting for other reasons, but not for that reason. Okay. So uh, again, my name is Jennifer Johnson, and I hope you visit my website over at ledgerlight.com. If you have any questions about accounting or tax or QuickBooks, I hope you give me a call. My number is 760-933-8660. I hope you're having a fantastic day, and thanks for listening.